How lucky are we to get to watch Joel Embiid night after night? Joel once again comes up huge in the Sixers' win over Charlotte, and the Sixers are headed home after three straight wins on the road. But it will be the second night of a back-to-back for the Sixers on Thursday, and it's against the best offensive team in the league. That's right, Utah Jazz, we are talking about it. That's right now on Locked on Sixers. You are Locked on 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Sixers. I am your host, Serena Winters, former Sixers sideline reporter, serving up content to Sixers fans. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow me on Twitter at Serena Winters. I love all the interaction that we've been getting lately. Answering the questions, the comments you have on the podcast. Love it. Keep it coming. You can also find me on Instagram at Serena Winters. Oh, excuse me. It's actually at Serena underscore Winters. I guess someone cooler than me took the at Serena Winters. So you got to throw the underscore in there. But thanks again for all the support. We truly appreciate you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. Every day we are free and available on all platforms. Now it's showtime, baby. Before we get into what I saw in the Sixers-Hornets game, let me first tell you, really, the only thing you need to know. Joel Embiid has missed 10 games this season. The Sixers went 3-7 and seven in those games. He's now played 15 games this season, and the Sixers are 11-4. and four. That means the Sixers' winning percentage goes from 30% to 73.3% if he's in the game. That's astronomical. Small sample size, sure. But you get the point. There's a reason why Embiid's usage percentage among players who play more than 10 minutes a game is second only to Luka, according to NBA stats. And here's the thing about Wednesday night's game against Charlotte. Embiid didn't even have what I would call a great game for him. But he still finished with 32 points and 8 rebounds and got to the line 19 times. 19 freaking times he was at the charity stripe. I mean, it should be no surprise to you that he leads the league again in free throw attempts per game at 10.6. Giannis comes in at number two, by the way. And this is what stood out to me the most again on Wednesday. There was just this feeling that When Joel felt like he knew he had to take over the game, he did. I mean, he follows up this three-pointer from the top with backing down and then facing up P.J. Washington with a one-handed slam, just to make a statement. Like, okay, I see you guys. But I'm Joel Embiid, and I'm going to take over now. Excuse me. And then he's out there managing the clock, telling his guys to slow it down after an ATO. He's just, he's in control. At least that's what it feels like to me. And that's actually what Keith Pompey of the Philadelphia Inquirer, who we had on the podcast yesterday, said to me when we talked about Joel. If you haven't checked it out yet, please do, because 
Everything he said is still relevant. There's nothing game-specific in yesterday's pod. What he said is that Joel is just different this year. And he knows that everyone on this team rallies around him. That there is no one that he is competing against. Everybody knows that he's the guy. And it shows in how Joel conducts himself down the stretch of games. He's not competing to be the man on the team, as Keith said yesterday. He is the man on the team. The Sixers have now won 16 in a row over the Charlotte Hornets. And as Josh Schrager, who's the associate producer for the games on NBC Philly, that I actually worked with when I was there, he's great. He reminded us on his Twitter account, Joel Embiid has never lost against the Hornets. Ever. Quick trivia time for you. Do you know what team the 76ers hold the longest active winning streak over? I'll give you a hint. It's really cold in that city. And LeBron used to play there. Cleveland. They've got a 17-game winning streak against the Cavs. 16 now against Charlotte. But back to Joel Embiid for a second here. If you just tuned into the Sixers-Hornets game in the second half, please do yourself a huge favor and go back to the 650 mark of the second quarter where Embiid throws an assist to himself off the glass for a dunk. You love to see it. (laughs) It was just awesome. I'll admit still too many JoJo jumpers for my liking in the first half, but hey, if that's what Joel's got to do to save him for the second half, as long as the Sixers get the win, I'm good with it. He also had to sit the first half early for picking up his third foul, but he then came out in the third quarter and dropped 15 points. That's Embiid. But it wasn't all good for Philly. Tyrese Maxey was back in the lineup, but did not look himself. That is next. And Damian Lillard, he came out and addressed all the reports. That's next. Let me tell you about Shopify. Shopify is more than a store. Connect with your customers. Drive sales. Manage your day-to-day. Shopify instantly lets you accept all major payment methods has thousands of integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots and beyond. It gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business so upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. And Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA right now. Shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA. How many of you have had free trials that just renew without your consent? And then you realize it later. It's too late. You've already paid for it. You can finally cancel it, but you're not getting that money back. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? You probably do. It's a business scam. It's out to get you. 
So don't let those greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. What would you do with that extra money? Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnMBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnMBA. It could save you thousands a year. So why not try it? Truebill.com slash LockedOnMBA. Thanks for making Locked On Sixers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Hey, Seth Curry reminded us where he was from on Wednesday night, huh? 23 points, 8 of 14, with four threes and a team leading eight assists? Okay, Seth. Look, Seth has been really, really impressive. There's going to be nights when he's off, but that's just like any shooter. I just have to say, this was such a great pickup for this squad. Defensive deficiencies aside, such a great pickup. You know what you're getting with him. And he's a lead at it. So Tyrese Maxey returned to the lineup on Wednesday after missing Monday's game with a non-COVID illness. He finished with six points, three assists, and three turnovers. I say it like that because the turnovers are an immediate giveaway of an uncharacteristic Maxi game. If you follow the team, you follow the pod, you know that that's one of his biggest strengths is taking care of the ball. And he ended up just playing over 26 minutes in this one. And let's throw those stats out for a second. I think that the fearless Maxi that we've all come to watch, love, and, and now expect this season because he had been so consistent, I think that because we're not feeling that right now, we notice. He's still trying to figure out how to get back to that maxi. Now, I'm not ready to judge him too harshly on this game. First, he's coming back from an, il- from an illness. But his pairing alongside Joel, it is going to be an area that we're going to have to hone in on in the coming weeks, months, you know, and just assess where that's at if it's improving. Because if he's not scoring and attacking while Embiid is in the lineup, he's got to find other ways to positively impact the game. And that turnover in the final minute, whew, that was rough. I mean, the game should have been over, but the Hornets capitalized with the turnover in the backcourt of Tyrese Maxey and hit a big three, and the game was within a possession. Gotta love the Sixers keeping it interesting. That was the 17th game this season that has been within five points in the last five minutes. The Sixers lead the league in those games this season with 17. NBA Stats calls that clutch games. That's how they define it. So, Sixers like to keep it interesting. That's for sure. Tobias Harris finished with 18 points, 6 rebounds, and 34 minutes. 
I mean, that's just kind of what we've, you know, come to expect from him. It's what he does. He was there. I thought Andre Drummond really took advantage of his 15 minutes in this one. You look at the stats, he had eight points, five boards, but really he just played hard. And you got to respect that, got to appreciate it. I do at least. And I don't want to forget to mention Shake Milton because I thought this was a solid Milton game. Impactful minutes to start the fourth quarter when it mattered. Finished with eight points, three assists, a couple of threes. Let's just forget about what happened early in that second quarter with the bench unit. We'll just brush that off. (laughs) I did like that the Sixers as a team capitalized off turnovers against Charlotte. They had 23 points. But Charlotte also capitalized off the Sixers' turnovers. They had 19 points off the Sixers' 17 turnovers. As a team, the Sixers gave up 15 second-chance points to the Hornets in the first half. They did hold them to just two in the second, so they clearly got a message at halftime. But that is something they are going to have to clean up against Utah on Thursday. And we're going to talk more about that in the next segment. Now, before we get to the juggernaut, or the offensive juggernaut, I'll say, that is the Utah Jazz. Since we've been talking so much about Dame Lillard lately, I want to pass along something he told the media on Wednesday, this coming from reporter Jason Dumas. Dame said on Wednesday, and I quote, I'm not asking for a trade. I don't know how many times I got to say it. I sit in the office with Chauncey every day, and we are trying to find solutions, and I'm dealing with these people every day in our practice facility trying to find solutions. Why would I be trying to find solutions if I'm planning an exit? My intentions are to be in Portland and to figure it out, end quote. And remember when we had Danny Meringue, who's been covering the Blazers for nine years now on the podcast a couple days ago, He said that the only way that he sees Damian Lillard in Philadelphia is if Dame forced himself to Philly. And if you believe what Dame had to say on Wednesday, then that's not happening. Who else, when you open your socks drawer, has like your favorite socks, like your tier one socks, and your tier two socks, I'd say, And then those socks for days where, like, you have not done laundry in forever and you've got to use those socks. Yeah? You feel me? Well, I can tell you that my tier one socks are always stance socks. Those are the ones where I'm excited that they are clean. I'm looking forward to using them. They are comfortable because stance just makes comfortable products. My favorite stance socks have basketballs, llamas, and Christmas ornaments on them. On one pair of socks. Basketballs, llamas, and Christmas ornaments. But I have so many different ones. Those are just, you know, when those ones are clean, I'm excited. Because they're awesome, and they're so comfortable. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good do good. So go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. 
The Sixers taking on the Jazz in Philadelphia Thursday night, the second night of a back-to-back for both teams. The Jazz are one of the hottest teams in the West right now, currently third in the Western Conference behind the Warriors and Suns, and they are coming off another lopsided victory after beating the Memphis Grizzlies on Wednesday, 136-104. to They're now on a five-game winning streak. The Jazz scored 41 points on Wednesday in the fourth quarter. They also made NBA history, becoming the first team in NBA history to hit at least 23 pointers in three consecutive games. Let's not make it four. All right, Sixers, let's not allow them to make it four. The Jazz have the number one offensive rating in the NBA. They take the most threes of any team in the NBA. And they have the best effective field goal percentage in the association. And despite having just the ninth best defensive rating in the NBA, I like how I just said just the ninth best. Because that's still pretty darn good. (laughs) I'm sure the Sixers would like to be ninth right now. But they've got the best rebounding percentage in the NBA. Thanks to Rudy Gobert, who once again leads the league in rebounding with 14.5 per game. Side note, Gobert also leads the NBA in field goal percentage, 73.7%. Oh, man. I picked up a few really great nuggets from David Locke, who does the great Locked on Jazz podcast and calls the games for the Jazz. And he made the point on his pod that when we think about the Warriors, you think about them being an offensive team because of Steph Curry. And when you think about the Jazz, you think about them being a defensive team because of Rudy Gobert. But really, it's the opposite that's having such an impact on each team's success right now. I mean, the Warriors are the defensive juggernaut right now. And the Jazz are just ridiculous offensively. So let's just say the Sixers, who currently sit 17th in defensive rating right now, defensively are going to have to be on their A game. Especially from the perimeter. But I'll be honest, this Jazz team has even smoked the best defensive teams out there this season. So if the Sixers can pull this off... This is going to be huge. Now, this is the second matchup of the two teams this season. But look, in the Sixers' last matchup against the Jazz three weeks ago, it is hard to take anything from that game. They were without their best offensive and defensive player in Joel. And you know the numbers. I laid them out to start this podcast. And they were also down another starter in Danny Green. And the Jazz just absolutely blew out the Sixers in Utah. At least Thursday night in Philly, the Sixers should have their full group. But it's going to be challenging. I mean, Utah leads the league, averaging 118.2 points per 100 possessions. Now, one of the areas that I did find that Utah lacks, that if the Sixers could exploit, would be great, is capitalizing off of Utah's turnovers as Utah does have one of the higher turnover percentages in the league. 
But, I mean, it's going to come down to perimeter defense. The Sixers' perimeter defense has to be in lock. I already mentioned Utah takes more threes than any team in the league. Well, they also take more corner threes than any team in the league. And right now, opponents are averaging 41.1% from the corners against the Sixers. And that's according to Cleaning the Glass. Great place for stats, by the way. Shout out Cleaning the Glass. The Sixers are ranked 25th there. And look, that's good for the Jazz, who shoot better from there than any other team in the NBA. Opponents are shooting 35.9% from three against the Sixers this season as well. And we've got to hope that rebounding is not an issue for the Sixers on Thursday. But if it is, it's going to be a long night. We saw it as another issue for the Sixers against Charlotte. And to date, the Jazz are rebounding 31.1% of their misses, according to Cleaning the Glass. Second best in the NBA. 31.1% of their misses. They're rebounding. It's an area the Sixers definitely have to focus on on Thursday. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Sixers. Thanks for making Locked On Sixers your first listen every day. If you're looking for some gambling insight, why don't you make Locked On Bets your second listen? And y'all know the drill. We will see you tomorrow.